We're not experts, and the opinions expressed are solely our own. We'll do our best to be factual and correct any errors that might occur at a later date. The main point of this show is taking the fork in the road towards comedy whenever possible. There will be many forks in the road. So we're delighted to be joined by the three men behind drinking and talking animals. Welcome to the Gig Harbor Beer Festival, y'all. Men. Okay. Yeah, we'll take men. <laughs> men, 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 men. No, why men, don't you guys men. introduce yourself, tell the people who yeah, you who are. who are you? Uh, I'm Bob. I'm Mark. I'm George. Man, oh, just the way it yeah, sounds yeah. on the pod. It's crazy, right? Got it. That's it's fantastic. It's amazing. It's like saying our first names, we got that shit unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a good place to start. We're and you are the, the co-host of Drinking and Talking Animals. Yes, we and are. And when did you start this? Why did you start this? What is the podcast all about? We still haven't figured that out. Yeah. <laughs> Max forced us into it. He mm-hmm. zip-tied our hands behind us and forced us all into a back room at Gig Harbor Brewing and threw mics in front of our faces while we were helpless to defend ourselves. Wow. So it's a, the origin story is great, really. Yeah, it really is. Violent. Yeah. That's the best one there we've was, heard so far. Yeah. There was an abduction, a binding of hands. Nipple clips. Yeah. So obviously Hot you guys wax. like to drink. Now talk about the uh, shoe bill stork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it started at the brewery after a few IPAs, and then you're like, oh, let's start talking about animals, or why animals? I, I think we kind of wrapped it up by saying as soon as they brought the trivia into the tap room, oh. and there started to be a lot of questions, and I think we all gravitated towards and argued the most about animals and animal facts, and Mark not knowing what a group of cobras was called. That was a big one. Well, I was there for that. Yeah, exactly. Cobra's called. It's a quiver. It's, it's a snorgy. <laughs> and that's my biggest peeve is what they, basically what they did is that a few years back, they took a online polls as to what we should call certain groups of animals. Oh, in the like scientific that. communities, they're never called this. But online yeah. and in social media, because it's always right. And they in are. trivia. Yeah. And it, it's yeah, a, and it's in a trivia. quiver. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. A quiver of cobras. Quiver. Yes, which makes no sense whatsoever, considering yeah. co- cobras only, um, you'll only see them pair up. They never live group in a group. Up. So it no. doesn't make any sense at all. And you have a background in like animal handling or what is you bring some kind of professional expertise to the podcast a little bit i've been working with animal rescues for oh probably about 40 years yes i'm old people (laughs) um 20 up here in washington and 20 down in uh san diego county where i'm from i grew up in we were the house that everybody brought the straight animals that were found the baby birds that came out of the nest I rehabbed a barn owl when I was a senior in high school. Um, it was just, and I, you know, we grew up in a family that uh, we always had animal pets. Yeah. yeah. Whether it was ducks, birds, pigeons. Well, we won't say you're old, but you bring a certain level of experience to the network that maybe some yeah. of the other shows. Can were I lacking. say you're old? Is that right? Okay? You know old. what? I'll go for it. I'm old. <laughs> yeah. Well, with no, that though, young old. With that though, maybe what's something that the the three of you have found about podcasting that you didn't. Think 
that you would come to maybe love or appreciate before you started doing this show? What what was it maybe about getting on the mics that kind of loosened you guys up? You're already very charismatic guys, but podcasting is a little bit different. So maybe yeah. for somebody out there who's maybe a little hesitant to reach into that bag of their passion and say, I want to podcast about this. What, yeah. What's some advice that you would give them or what was your experience? I, I'd just say let her rip. Yeah, go for you it. You know, like, especially I think conversation was always so easy between the three of us that I don't think we really had any struggles. Uh, George had a couple, like he, that's why he doesn't have the headphones on because he didn't like, you know, hearing everything and himself in his own head when he spoke. So, uh, but it was competing I, George, with the other voices. George honestly is a most improved podcaster of the century. Oh, hell yeah. I heard that uh, somewhere actually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, but as far as, <laughs> as far as finding out something about like myself, he hates compliments as well. As far as finding out, you know, something about myself, I, I've always been interested in comedy and would have liked to do some kind of stand-up comedy, but I'm too shy for that. And this is a little bit of an outlet for that. And it's kind of a shadow of, of doing that. Yeah, a creative outlet and a, and a hobby and something to look forward to. I think that's what is behind the Chatter Network, is just giving anyone an outlet to share whatever they're passionate about. It doesn't really matter. It, Cherish your chatter. And yeah. in, our, in our case, we have to do some research for each animal that we do, and we've all come to enjoy that part of it. It's sort of like getting a, an assignment in school. and, and you know, Well, a short essay assignment, yeah, a research and, project. And it only takes three or four days to do it. And, well, and I think animals is such says, a great right. subject. Everyone can relate to that. There's curio- a natural human curiosity about animals. And, um, and you know, there's like an environmental purpose. The more you learn about them, the more you care about them. You want to be a steward of the environment, perhaps. Is there any we, environmental we, mission to your podcast? No, but we do, we do work that into it. Um, and we all have slightly different perspectives on, on dealing with the environment. Um, some are more traditional. Mine's a little weirder. Um, I, I think uh, I think more of a uh, you know being able to use the ocean to get our food and taking care of it from that perspective. Yeah, sustainably. And 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 then a side part would be the animals that live a better life that are there too. So it kind of a two way thing. That's how I look at it. And, I love and, it. Instead of the you know hands off, uh, you know we we need to eat out of the ocean. So. Right. Well, George has always had a much more local approach to everything, you know, to actually do something that affects, you know, a mile down the road from where you live, not yeah. not just like blindly donating to every cause you see online or, you know, text 999. To, yeah. Right. Uh, be like, oh, I automatically gave $10 to pandas. Yeah. yeah. We know how much George loves pandas. Yeah. Donating money to a big international fund isn't the same as helping your local Qantas club clean up a creek that's right down the road from you. And a yeah. hundred bucks given to them will go way farther than a hundred bucks given to WWF or, yeah. or anything else. That's it's a great really message. Big. Absolutely. I love that you guys are boisterous on the mic. You're, you're funny on the mic, but down deep in your core, you guys got good hearts. And that's what the podcast is about. Damn, that wasn't supposed to get out. (laughs) Darn it. (laughs) And they're good guys. And bitter and sarcastic all woven into that. Oh, yeah, you need some of that. that. We wanted to be sure to say congratulations on your 100th episode on ETI. 
Yeah, BTI. Thank you. And I have a a bone to pick with y'all because I just listened to your Louisiana episode. And uh, your friend Drew that was on was the only one that had the right answer for the best movie ever out of Louisiana. And it was his honorable mention, Hard Target. Oh, wow. That was a blues first American film. Uh, Lance Henriksen, the freaking cyborg in Aliens 2 and 3. Uh, he's Look at that dude's filmography, as a matter of fact. He's that guy that you're like, I know that guy, but I don't know his name. I will do that because when he brought that up, I instantly knew that that was a blind spot for me, I think, for all three of us on the podcast. That was that, that movie is awesome. I will it, add it, it to the watch it, list. It's just, I will, I will it's, throw my hat in the ring on that one, too. It's Wilford Brimley on a horse. I know. He didn't even mention that. He just said wow. Van Damme with a bow and arrow. But yeah. now that I say Wilford Brimley on a horse, you're like, yep. Every every teaser just keeps getting better yeah. for this Wilford film. Wilford Brimley with a Cajun accent also. Wow. And he does leave his yeah. shirt on. You're and Jean-Claude's yeah. best attempt. <laughs> yeah. He's not shirtless. Yeah. Well, I, pre- I appreciate the input, as always. If somebody wants to find Drinking Talking Animals, where can they find you guys? Everywhere. Everywhere. Social media. Social media. We're at... Um, Drinking and Talking Animals on, on milk, Facebook. On milk cartons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> drinking and Talking yeah. Animals We have on our own Instagram. Jones Soda flavor coming out. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, yeah. and of course, thechatternetwork.com. Yeah. DNT yeah. Animals on Twitter and yeah. DNT Animals at gmail.com. Yeah. Oh, DNT Animals. Awesome. Very cool. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us here at the Gig Harbor Beer Festival. Enjoy the libations. Enjoy the sun. Sun came out here, so this is great. Yeah, Yeah, it's been a while. Take care, guys. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. We are back here at the Gig Harbor Brewing Beer Festival, Gig Harbor Beer Festival, 11th annual, and we've got the Data Boys back on the mics. With something to say. Data boys. Data boys. Drinking and talking animals. You bet. That's us. Yeah. yeah. We figured that uh, we would all just tell you a quick, craziest animal experience we ever had. Because mine, mine just happened on Monday. Go, Bob. So, Go, Bob. You all Go know Bob. I have a septum piercing, if you've seen me before. Yep. So. I noticed that it's absent today. I'm at home, and... Septum piercing, you know, just like a bead on each end of a circular deal. It was twisted all the way to where one of the balls was inside my right nostril. Okay. I'm sitting in front of my boxer, Mushu, and she lunges at my face, grabs the bead, and ripped my nose ring straight the hell out of my nose. That sounds like it felt really good. Uh, Blood dripping everywhere. Uh, I had to hold my hand under my nose all the way to the kitchen to grab paper towels. I had a full napkin full of blood. Uh, The bleeding stopped on napkin number two. Okay. Uh, And now I'm just like blowing blood out of my nose for the last four or five days now so it's been amazing uh and literally that was our idea like we could each tell a five minute story about our craziest animal encounter so you now have one nostril yeah and, and, and two, the before this gone. i was like well i don't have one and then yeah. monday rolled around yeah 
now I have one and that was it. Okay. So so, so as funny as that story is, I have one from today. All right. I <laughs> was I was um, looking across the walkway and there's this guy dancing along like on psychedelics or schizophrenia. I couldn't tell the difference. And as he's going across the road, I look down and there's a pig in a tutu watching Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Bob came over and told us about the pig in the tutu. But yeah. the dancing... But the dancing guy on some kind of drug was fascinating the pig when I saw it and I thought well who's on drugs here perhaps it's me well <laughs> yeah that guy almost Maybe got hit by a jeep <laughs> alright yeah. well with me I was I've got a, a lot of them but I'm going to go with the one myself and my friend Jim were out in Southern California we were doing some night driving basically looked for reptile and we found a scorpion Okay. So it was an impromptu thing, and we didn't have the normal things that I put them in. So I picked it up, put it into a, a baggie, the kind with the zip ties, oh. and threw it on the front seat. Well, there was also a bag of chips there, and oh. I reached for the bag of chips, and the scorpion stung me to the bag. <laughs> so and it was nice. People that don't know me, I have a high tolerance to uh, toxins and, and drugs, actually. But we're about 20 minutes later, we're driving, and he says, so how do you feel? I said, I don't feel anything. He's freaking out. He thought I was going numb. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, no. We're losing him. It's yeah. like, it's no, no, no. Yeah. Where like, it stung I'm me. always numb. Yeah. <laughs> Where it stung me, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. So right in the wiener. No, it was in the what, hand. What, the important follow-up question here is what kind of chips were you reaching for? Oh, it, actually, it was a chimichurron. Oh, okay. Hot style. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bam. Hog skin. Hog skins. <laughs> right on. Hey, it, you you can't beat a good hog skin. It's yeah. keto I'm friendly. not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny earlier. I tried to pay George $5 to bust through the back of your tent and yell, hey, Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. And just slide belly first across this table, and he wouldn't do it. No. So no, I didn't want to end up in handcuffs before it started. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what did you guys do? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> got arrested. Yeah. That's that's what we got. Well, there it is. The Drinking and Talking Animals boys back with their craziest animal stories. Yeah. And you heard oh. it here on the Chatter Network. We have more. 